Liverpool FC Trinidad and Tobago fan base presents LFC Podcast, where local fans have their say and never walk alone. your host yes 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 we are back again we are back with another episode of the tt lsc podcast i'm your host jimbel murray i'm a co-host tonight mr kessan woodruff how are you going brother good night good night jimmy everything's cool on my end man how are you feeling but i mean things getting things getting well serious now eh? i mean they coming on to the end of the season you know the game's tight the game's coming it seems as though um, with less games, we be getting big, 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 and an extra game and game to play, you know? But uh, so how are you feeling about that, boy? <laughs> well, we said we're going for everything, so we we knew how many games that we would have to play, um, up for us 60 games. So, um, we, we, I think we're prepared, but as fans, I think we are custom with the Hard palpitations. Yes. Coming down to the end of the season. So I must say, I must say, Mingola, I were nervous. I were nervous. Mingola, I were nervous. I were nervous. I'll tell you. One game at a time. And like we we always say, we go again. So we play today and we're going again. Yeah. Well, before I get into the show, you know, I want to um, again thank the listeners, you know, who support the podcast for the episode, you know, thank the support, you know, whoever like it, whoever share it, you know, who was basically involved. I want to thank everybody, you know, for the input. Again, I want to encourage the listeners, follow the Instagram page, TTLRC Fanbase, Twitter also, TTLRC Fanbase, or again, get more involved. Getting touched for the podcast, you know, everybody who's important, right? Going to build a, a bigger fan base, you know, within the club, you know, so, you know, um, we can reach places. You know how you feel about that? Yeah, we go reach places, man. Small steps to bigger things. I want to say something before I continue, eh? Yes, no. Before I continue... Before I continue, I want I want I want to say this before I continue. The listeners, I appreciate the, the the feedback and stuff, but my views is my views. All they don't have to agree with me, right? All they, all they don't have to agree with what I'm saying. However, I interpret it is my view. If you have a different view, come on the show and oppose my view. I would love that, you know. Because this coming from a comment somebody made to me today on Twitter, they're saying, um, let me read it for you before I continue. You know, you know me, before I continue, right? They say, um, yeah, he say, um, he say basically, basically what he's saying is, um, well, one person, I call no names, one person say I'm very superstitious. And the other person responded and said, I had a lot of that because, you know, because I am getting vexed when I'm listening to the podcast, right? And basically what he's saying is, I view Liverpool as underdog, you know? And it's not that, you know, it's just that we know how Liverpool come, you know, when you're playing games, you know? I mean, we're on the up right now. But that's my personality. That's how I feel for the team. Oppose me. It's no, it's no come on the show. You know, come on the show. And I pull on the show now, man. You know? But, I, I mean, we, we, we've been through the lows. We've been through the highs. We went, we had a little dip last season. We, we on the, we on the up and up, like, you know, say. Yeah. Um, but every fan has their own viewing window to the games and how they view the club, so everybody's entitled to their own opinion yeah. and you don't necessarily agree with your opinion, you may not necessarily agree with mine, like you rightly said, 
So let's just come on and have some constructive discussions about the club that we all love. I see. But he's LFC at the end of the day. I say, I, I say, basically, if you want to come on your show and rap me, come on, rap me on your show. It's no scene. It's no scene at all. Anyhow, moving forward, we want to talk about the advancement to the FA Cup semi-finals as a big achievement for Liverpool. Because, you know, you know we have not been taking the, 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 the English Cups too serious on the club. And I think like this wrongs, it's like, you know, we, we trying to make a statement and no one be in the FA Cup semi-finals. You know, for the first time in a little while. Um, the game today, we played Middles. Um, sorry, we played Forest. Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest, yes. And um, it wasn't an easy game. It was a nice game to watch. You know, knowing that um, Forest had a good run of games from since the beginning of the year. They, they only lost one game, you know. And Parata played us in, at this stage, they, they beat... Arsenal and the beat Leicester, you know, coming coming towards the door. I think so they, they have a good team. They have a really good team, and plus we play them away from home, so the travel always there. And I think Liverpool record of winning away games was, was, was in our favor today in this game. I mean, the goal was really clinical; it was tight, but we will talk more. Um, we are totally giving back a summary today. I think we got away. Mm. Real smash and grab thing. Yeah. Um, the the midfield just wasn't clicking today. Um, for some reason, um, when we get to the final third, we kind of was forcing it. Um, defense got caught out one, once or twice, but it was a good performance by Van Dyke and Konate in the middle mm-hmm. of, the, of the defense. Um, Joe Gomez, Joe Gomez. <laughs> um, <laughs> this okay. um, he wasn't as bad as the last time out. Mm-hmm. Um, he was our main attacking threat in the first half and for the start of the second half. Um, but the you, you see the, the you saw the the golf. In, in 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 class between himself and Trent in that position, yeah. and the, the passes just was wasn't there to to, to launch the attacks. Right. Um, but just to digress into Nottingham Forest, they played an excellent game. They were disciplined and ready to be on the counter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this one killed edged chance just before we scored. Had that gone in, would have been a completely different game. Completely, uh, I didn't see us coming back after that if that goal had gone in, the way we were playing. But credit to them. Um, a lot of people f- forget that Forest was a team that in the five years that we won our first two European Cups, Nottingham Forest won the years that we didn't win. So it was either Liverpool or Nottingham Forest in that era. So it was good to see that two giants of the English games could have put on the kind of spectacle that they put on today. Mm-hmm. And luckily that we came through. Um, and I hope I'm not jumping again with this one, but it makes April very interesting for us. Very, very, very interesting. Um, I, was, I was surprised and all. You know, cause um, I saw Liverpool um, official page. They um, they posted that um, our encounter today with with Forest was our first encounter with them in twenty two years. And I find I, I find out I find out that that was really you know baffling. You know, you know that all these years pattern, you know we, we never really played them. You know, so that was so that was nice. I mean, so like I think I think um. That and all made the game today like a, a very good game, you know. And I, I think that they, they played good. Always played really well. I'm gonna lie, they played good. I look for, I, I look for uh, playing in the league next season. I, 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 well, I don't you know if they feel they can make it. I, I think they can make it. They're doing well, they're doing well. I think the last time I checked, it was I think the last time I checked, it was 10 to 8. I don't know, it was 10. So I know. 
think they're close. I think they're close to the playoffs in the last couple of weeks. They made some moves up. They've been playing well, so I uh, I expect them to possibly be in the in the league next season. Hopefully, yeah, they're the ninth. The ninth right now on the um the three points. The, the three points behind and have, yeah 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 they playing well they have um they have three actually they have three in their hand and they fifty they are on fifty eight points right now and the players for the sixty one points so yeah they can make it I believe they can make, yeah they can make it I believe it will be, be nice for you like, nice to make it really for you yeah but apart from that I, I thought um Kita had a good game today he played really good I mean Kita had had the pace on some games well for the past couple of weeks you know and, 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 Good to see him fit and play football regular, and we hope that you know we be hope to see him continue until the end of the season. You know, um, I mean, we, I mean, we, we, we on to the um to the ethical final against Man City, who won the game today against Southampton and the four one. You know, and um, City just keep making statements right through, and I have uh huh. Continue. We have a statement to make in April as well. So that's why I say April will be very interesting, especially in a two-week period where it's Benfica, City, Benfica, City. Those four games will define Liverpool season in three competitions. It's, 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 it's not just that. Eh? It's City, it's Benfica, City, Benfica, City, Manu, Denegaton. <laughs> so let's see, Martin, we have two days back to back. I mean, anyhow, we will continue again, we will continue again. Um, the winners of the winners of Liverpool City um Liverpool City FA Cup finals will go on to face either Chelsea or Crystal Palace in, 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 on the other side. And I have a feeling. That Palace will win a game against Chelsea. I have a feeling that that that, that, that they could be Chelsea. I have a feeling. Stranger things have happened, eh? So Stranger yeah. things have happened, and I, I mean, not to not to digress too much, but um, Vieira has been doing very well with Crystal Palace this season. Sure. Um, his his. Last high-profile coaching job didn't turn out so well, but I think he, that time away he spent, he he learned his craft, and I think he came back well. He has Crystal Palace playing some very structured and exciting football. So I believe stranger things have happened, and Palace is a team on the day could beat anyone. Sure, I agree. Um, who was the player at the game today? Um. Boy, it, today was a strange one. I didn't. I wasn't really impressed by any one person. Um, I mean, Thiago did come on and change the tempo of the game. We got a little more control of the midfield when he came on himself and Hendo. Um, but um, I'm not sure, boy. I'm not it's sure. Hard. It's hard. It's real hard for me. I didn't. I didn't see a capic one. I think. I mean, he had a um, a good game going forward, but defensively, I found him a bit lacking. Um, although he he was making some key interceptions, but uh, I might be being a, a little too critical. But I still wasn't impressed by any one person on the field. If it's yeah. one person, I might say. Was outstanding would have been Allison, more or less. Yeah. Allison, yeah. yeah. I, I think I, I would give Jota because he won the game for us basically. And I believe Jota is so clinical of a striker. He reminds me of um, I, I can't I can't find him here right now, but like how he has played, like he will be quiet for most of the game, and then boom, cool, Jota. You know, and he just you never know. You never, you just never know. And I think I think that that's good. I think that works in our favor. Because it's like when he ordered the game, you will say, Okay, cool. I had a mark him earlier and that kind of but actually he, he will he will punish it. You know, just like that. And 
the goal today is Aguinta is similar, but it's similar in the offside trap versus Arsenal in the Carling Cup, where he was very close, close, close. So yeah. it so it, it just goes to show that you know he will punish you on his shoulder. You know, see, you see, you, you always had to watch him, always had to watch him. You know, and that goes to him off his shoulder, the last strike. Um, all, always, always, and he's very close. He's very close. He's very close. You know, and and just to, and just to reiterate something here. It 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 just goes to show how Liverpool had um Liverpool backline that play really good together, because I believe it was the opposing team trying trying that on Liverpool the offside. I mean, they did they did um execute a perfect offside trap of a forest set play where um I forgot. Uh, their their forward um, who's on loan from Aston Villa, I believe. Um, for them to have that communication and to hold that line, to to put him in an offside position, and they created a chance from from the set play. But because the back line had that communication and and plays well together, they were able to move as one to put him in an offside position. So that was a a clear example of what you're talking about there. I understand. I understand. But um well, we, we we will move on. We will move on because you know we have we have much to talk about. I mean just well we have a short international break before we start the April fixtures and the first game is against Watford. But um let me segue into 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 this talking point here right now. Um well, we know we had a draw for the Champions League on Friday. And Liverpool draw against Benfica in Champions League. We played the away game by them first. And they come to Anfield second leg. Um, I, 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 I posted in the Liverpool group that we were, we were, going, to be, we were going to get Benfica. And we did get them. <laughs> so, 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 let me... You know, give myself a little credit clap then, yeah. You can't coming from Nostradini. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So um knowing that we draw Benfica in Champions League and I believe the winners of that game have to play City again. City or um or Real Madrid. If I if I wrong. No, no um Birmingham, Birmingham, Real, sorry. Real, yeah. How you feel like 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 how how confident you feeling that Liverpool can make it all the way to the finals? See that um, On paper, we should be beating Benfica, but um, Benfica have some dangerous players on their team, especially this Nunes guy who could punish you at the drop of a hat. Um, but I'm not putting it past anybody. Especially with Liverpool. Liverpool is a is a team where you would expect a team to perform well on any given day. Um, Liverpool is a team that at any moment's notice could just have a, a very off day for some strange reason. They just do things mm-hmm. the opposite. Um, so I don't put it past Benfica to give us a good run over the two legs, um, but I'm confident that we could navigate um, the two legs because the mentality the players have been putting in is that coming down to the end of games, I you see that it's 90 plus minutes until our final whistle blow. We we running hard, iron long kind of thing. So I think that we could push. Benfica all the way and hopefully we, we come away with a win and in the next uh in the semi-finals we also get a favorable um opponent and we can navigate that all the way to the final and come out victorious. I have to admit I wasn't really tracking Benfica progress, you know, for the draw, but we draw Benfica and I don't. I really am just like I, I don't know. I'm numb. I don't know how to feel, boy. I don't know how to feel because it's like it, this. This isn't one finish, and like 
come and come to the end, we play that extra game for some reason, which is good, which is good, right? But it's like I have I have a feeling, boy. You know, I have a feeling. The the the, the strength in the squad, boy. You know, like I I don't know if the the squad might get tired in the middle of April here, because you know this this April fifth, this April month is the month that says here what happening, boy. Liverpool, you either go on win the Premier League or not. You either go on reach the semi-final or not. You know what I'm coming from? So I mean, remember in the last episode where I said uh, when we were speaking about Diaz, mm-hmm. and the whole my estimation of his signing was to increase the depth. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, the quality of our depth, I should say, mm-hmm. in terms of the rotating options, and that we could expect rotation heavily, heavy rotation coming down to the end of the season as we progress further. And we're going on, we're going to have to see it, especially in that um, those two weeks that we, we spoke about earlier when we played mm-hmm. um, the first and second leg of this um, quarter final. And mm-hmm. then we have City on either side of that in two competitions. So the team is going to be heavily rotated. Um, two of our big hitters are going to be used sparingly, I, I anticipate, because Salah and Mane are going to play two very key games for their countries um, this coming week here. And they're going to be playing extra board. They're going to play all out for the country so try to qualify for the, for the yeah world. exactly after that, they're going to be come back they're going to be coming back uh, they may be tired and we're going to have to manage their playing time as well and how best we could tactically use them for probably not a full 90 90 minutes in in the first set of games when they come back so mm-hmm. it's going to be all down to club's management of time and the players that play today are going to play a very important role in defining the team season because they're going to have to show up bottom line punto finale they're going mm-hmm. to have to show up even if it's one game that they play they're going to have to play the best games of their lives when they get an opportunity and they hit that pitch uh, boy, I don't know, but um, I I think I think we should um, we should approach the Benfica game. Um, we should go there and try and try to get rid of them today. I mean, they have a good away record. They have a good away record. It's the home. It's the home. They have a good away record and a good home record also. You know, no, but I believe from home we'll be a little more clinical away from home as opposed to when we home. You know, we play a little more relaxed and you know. You know, like, I, I think the pressure with the fans, I don't know with the pressure and stuff with the fans, you know, probably like getting a little bit also. But this game against Benfica, it wouldn't be an easy game at all. It would not be an easy game because, it, because here why? Here why? Benfica doesn't lose. Right? They, they are the third in, the, in, in their Benfica have nothing to lose. And just before, and just the first leg, the first leg of Champions League, we have the game against City, a very, very important fixture. So I think Benfica will play on that. They will, they will, you know, they will pre and say, hey, what happened? Liverpool looking to do so and so, and they will come at us. So we had to be having a game in that, in, in, in that first leg, like in that first leg. And once we, once we, um, we, we contain them in that first leg, I believe for the second leg, it should be. You know, it, it, it should be much more easy in the second leg, you know, going forward. And we, we think, yeah, we are, we do agree with it. Um, I agree that um, that would be uh, a motivation for them to um, come at us because we may try to play a tactical game over the two legs and try to manage 180 minutes rather than 90 minutes. Uh, per game, um, hmm. but on the other end, I think that would also serve as motivation for us as well to go there, put on a performance where we don't have 
as much pressure in his second leg before we play City again. So go there, have a very clinical um, performance, go all out, have a commanding position after the first leg. So that second leg, we could afford to kind of take it easy and manage that game. And then we play City again because to play that second leg after playing City, that's two games back-to-back that we're going to have to play all out. And uh, I think it's if we adopt an approach where we're just going to basically limit our risk and, and, and not try to go for a flat-out win after the first leg, I mm. think it might come back to haunt us in the second leg. I don't know. You think you think this is Klopp's like toughest challenge so far? In terms of the the, the, of fit, the in terms of in terms of the, the, the number of games, in terms of all the cups we still in, and in terms of the fix that is coming on to the end of the season. No. I don't think no? this is I don't think this is toughest challenge yet um, because if you remember his first half season we had uh, three cup finals I believe um, we win we went far in the FA Cup we got to the Carlin Cup final and we got to the Europa League final so we had a lot of games there um, we also had a lot of games between the year we won the Champions League and we won the league. We had a lot of games there as well. Um, so I think he he knows what needs to be done. I think the difficulty he's going to have is putting together the right team on the day. But but him but him all right. Came out, came out, right? The season that the season where we won the Champions League, where we had the extra games, right? Mm-hmm. That season, the Champions League was the only trophy we won for the whole season. Right. Yeah, yes, we we had we we had plenty. We, we had lost in league by one point, one point, but we won the Champions League, right? That was that was the only trophy. The following year. The following year, we won the Premier League by a, by, by, a, by, a, by a wide margin, right? And we lost the Champions League to, I think it was Real Madrid. No, sorry, Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid, right? So what I say, right? So what I say now, in terms of, in terms of all the cups we still in, remember, we won the Calentacos so far. We're still going for the Premier League. You're still going for Champions League, you're still going for FA Cup, right? And I don't think Klopp has ever faced a challenge like that before. Whereas he challenged for more than one trophy within the same season. So that's the so so reason why I asked and I said that, you know, like if this, this might be his, his, his toughest challenge yet, because he, he trying to win multiple trophies within one season and he, he never did he never do it before. I mean I mean, I might be mistaken. I think the the year Dortmund got to the Champions League final was also the same year that they they won the league. Out of the two two leagues that he won, they won mm. the league that year. If I'm not mistaken. No, but I I mean I I, I meant more like Liverpool basically. Yeah, not not really Dortmund, but uh, Liverpool. Really. I was just drawing. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. He would have. He would have experience in challenging for more than one trophy. Um, but like I said, I think this season he adopted the objective that we're going for everything because even in his selection for the cup games, um, for the seasons prior to this one, mm. he if a lot of academy players came times in the, in the cup, he played them without apology, and whatever the result, he didn't apologize for it, and he didn't blame the younger players 
Um, yeah. For the record. But this season, he's playing a lot of key players in these cup games, even in the earlier earlier rounds. Yes, he played some academy players here and there, but a lot of senior players played in the cup games, especially in the Carling Cup leading up to the, to the final. Even today, he played an almost full-strength side. The, the front line was basically a, a senior senior front line he played today um, and the back line as well. So I think he adopted the, the, the mentality that we're going for everything. So even if it's quote-unquote his toughest challenge, I think he, he accepted it and is navigating it well thus far. Um, and I think we just had to trust Trust the coach to do what he has to do and take one game as it as it comes. So so um if the offer you say here what happened my question boy we could be at the but we, we give anyone one choke for now and you know we give we give anyone one trophy and you can you can't win no more trophies again until until, until the season. Did you take it or you 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 want to fight for everything still? Nah, I'm fighting for everything still. Even fight if it's, it. I'm fighting for everything still, and even if I still end up with one trophy, I will take that. But if you the one you want, everything, the one trophy you already have is Carling Cup, you know. So like, so like, so like, if at the end of the season, uh huh, you still fighting. Once once the team fight down to the last, and that end up being the only thing that we win for the season, so be it. But we can be, we, we can be the Premier League, boy. Hey, what happened, boy? Take it to Premier League, boy. Take it to Premier League. Take it to Premier League, boy. Take it to Premier League. The greatest teams in the world fight every game as if it's our final. And I don't... I don't uh, April and May, every game is our final for Liverpool. I don't know. I don't know why it's feeling like this. But it to me it seems as though when this season like it's like the things gonna change, but I, I don't know, like 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 so much things gonna happen after that. Like like you, you might see something play again. That I don't know, that's how I feel it. That's how I feel it. You, you might see certain players again, but I don't know why. Um well I mean change is a scary thing, but to be totally honest, the, the team is is due for an overhaul and we we could already see that the process has begun in bringing in players like Kunate, um, given Harvey Elliott the amount of playing time that he's getting, um, yeah. buying Luis Diaz, who is pretty young but comes with experience. So you could see that the even Jota, when we bought Jota, Jota is... Jota isn't even 25 yet, if, if I'm not mistaken. So you could see that the entire team is being overhauled piece by piece. Yeah. So it 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 go, it bound to happen because the squad is aging. True. Good points. No. We have a twist. I know like it's a it's a huge twist again in this Premier League challenge. Right? The title it, it just I don't know when when Liverpool lost the league by one point. I mean that was a real good that that was a real good you know title challenge. I think this one here this season shaped up to be even better but even good, and it just goes to show the caliber or the standard that the standard that and Liverpool and City had set. For the Premier League for the amount of years running, I believe you see Klopp, Klopp and Guardiola have done a really they done really good, you know. I mean, Guardiola, Guardiola have the edge in terms of how much he won with City, whatever, and I know certain things. But Liverpool and City have set a standard in the Premier League, like 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 nothing before in a, in a little while, and we have a twist again in this Premier League. No, Liverpool won against Brighton 2 0, which wasn't an easy game, right? It wasn't an easy game for Liverpool at all. And I was in a trend test, and I could be wrong, right? 
That's my feeling again. I'm just saying, my question, boy. You see, the type of games and how we win any games is, is not as enjoyable, I should say, but it's like we play the best, but we can get the job done. And we saw it with Brighton. You know, we didn't play, we, we didn't play a really great game, but we got the job done against Arsenal also. You know, we, we didn't really play too well neither, but we got the job done. You understand? And I think my fear is, my fear for me is that if this would be Liverpool to the end season, not playing good and getting a job done, or, or if we will see like, you know, like the, the, the Liverpool where, you know, we, 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 if you know what I mean, if you know, I mean, I, I find with not playing good and, and getting done, you know, I find that, you know, but I think like we, we had more convincing because I, th I think teams might see that and, and, like, and, like, and like feel like they have a chance. You know, and I, th I think that's my fear basically. I ain't know. I, I ain't know. I ain't so, sure. Let me put it to you this way, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we won the league. Mm -hmm. Convincing, yes? Yeah. Right. That was a complete change from the norm. And even after that, we still continue to be convincing. We were beating teams convincingly all the time. At the start of the season, we were convincing. Yeah. We, I think for the first 12 games, 12 or 14 games, we didn't score less than two goals. Yes. In any game. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but... This, if if we end up winning this league this season, I think it will be the most satisfying win. True. Because it is almost reminiscent to when Man United pipped Newcastle. Sorry to make a Man U reference to a Liverpool title chase. But mm. the, the manner in which we're going about it is one goal wins... Wins a, wins a match. One goal is with three points. That's all you need. And if we could win duty, not play duty, but win the crimey games where teams want to pull us down into a very grungy match and it's not always going to be polished, I take in it. Because it will be the most satisfying win because at the end of the day, <laughs> it will scratch their fortress. Like too much anxiety, right? Too much anxiety. But I will also say this though. In the last ten years as a Liverpool fan, have you not noticed that we always end the season well? Our last six games has always been our, our best six games for the season. For some yeah. Yeah, I, I, I noticed, I noticed from the time the New Year starts, we play really poorly in January, and then from that, we play really good going on to the end of the season. We usually play good, you know? But what I also, what, what I also realized is that we never had the amount of games that we had from, you know, at, at now, you know? So I, I, think, I think, for me, for me, the anxiety is we play extra games, and we're so close to the title, and it's like we can't afford a miss. And then I'm watching the, 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 the type of game you have to play from the end, so it's, it's just plenty, boy. It's just plenty. And then what gave me, what, what, what gave me more mad is that the media now get involved and trying to hype you up and talking about this, you know, this talk about within everything this season now, boy, you know? And I think that that added more positivity to the team, you know? Because it's like, club had a, but we have the philosophy is one game at a time, right? One game at a time, one game at a time. But now the media get involved and they, they bring up this talk about winning the quadruple, right? Which would add more things to the team because when club had to go to after a, a media conference, obviously they were bring it up. 
you know and even if even if winning the quadruple one wasn't in the, wasn't in our minds the media in you know you know implanted into our minds then you know to, to add a little more things into you know to the team so i find that i find that i from i find that i find that um this shouldn't be you know making that kind of headlines right now that that's 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 you know calm down on the game the, the yeah. quadruple has been in our players minds the same the same tweeted in like from Trent is indicative of hmm. the players want to win everything. So I think it's all down to <laughs> who is mentally switched on and who wants it more coming down to the end. Anyhow. Um hmm. well the gap is now one. The gap is now one point. You know, thanks to um to 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 the Sufu again, Jordan City, I forget Crystal Palace. Thanks to Vieira, you understand? Big big midfielder. No thanks 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 to thanks to Vieira, thanks to Vieira. You know, so we we back onto one point now. I mean, we 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 made that really good progress. I think we we are we were fourteen points behind at one point at one point. You know. And we doing so good that even that 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 we even ten points clear Chelsea, who was on top at the, at the table in the oldies, you know. So I mean, we doing we doing good, you know, we doing good, and we be one point, and well, everybody looking forward to that fix against City on the tenth. Big 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 fix, big fix here, and we can't wait for it. But it's it just. It just changed our position in the race. Um, I don't know if you you, you look at um, this Netflix show, um, F1, Drive nah. to Survive. Nah. Um, they, were, they were interviewing this driver, Daniel Ricciardo, and he was saying, being the hunted gives you that extra boost of, adre- of adrenaline. So while it's always good to, to chase, where you could ride the momentum of the person that you're chasing, and when the, the time is right, you could strike and overtake. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're in front, you have it all to lose because you have something that everybody that's chasing you wants. True. That extra boost of adrenaline to keep what everybody wants is what is going to drive us once we get a positive result against City on the tent. I think that will give the, the team an extra boost of confidence because like like we pointed out, we have Manu and Everton back to back, which is back. two intensity games again with a lot of passion, a lot of history going on there. Everton is going to be playing for their survival in the league and Man U will be playing for the pride because they're trying to save face and they're trying to qualify for, for um, the Champions League as well to hold on to fourth. So it's it's three back-to-back high-profile, high-value, high-stakes league games coming down our troops while... Yeah. I mean, yeah. people city as a cakewalk. So listen, the result we will we will get our extra boost and hopefully we come out on top. All right, brother. All right, brother. Well, um, the, our next game again, by the way, is against Watford in Premier League on the second of April. Win that game, we go top of the table for a very short while until City plays, and I think I think that can have a psychological effect on City. Seeing that you know Liverpool on top of the table, they might go in there game. But let let me hope, <laughs> let me hope, right? Um, you can only hope, you can only hope for real, you know. And I think City have to play who in Champions League, who they get Madrid, Madrid, no, not Madrid, they get um, Madrid, I believe. No, I think I know it's Chelsea, Madrid, City draw, um, them draw who. It's Chelsea. Uh, Tico Madrid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Chelsea Madrid. Anyhow, um, no, 
during like in during this whole during the fixtures, right? This thing came up again, and we never had chat to talk about it. And I sat that contract talks, right? I, I sat that contract talks, and based on the info that we have, is that to paraphrase it, Liverpool offer him something, and Salah refused that. Right? We're not sure the figures, but what the woman just said, they said the woman is that Salah was offered 375000 a month, a, a week, sorry. But the agent wants 420 grand a week. But um, they said the agent also has made threats to PSG. No. Yeah, he made threats that PSG willing to offer him six hundred six I'm sorry six hundred four thousand a week right and I'm not sure if, if I am not sure how true it is but and I don't think Liverpool I don't think Liverpool not going to pay Salah six hundred a week right you know what I'm saying so the, the thought is that also that Salah loves Liverpool you know and within the whole contract saga he has been professional because you know He's not showing no signs of resistance in the team, you know. He he you know he ain't doing that continue. You understand what I'm saying? He coming out there, he coming out there, he playing, he working hard. You play play hard too. Yeah. He coming out there, he working hard, he playing hard, and also um this whole this 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 whole contract talk with Salah, but where you make up it, boy? Um. I still believe that this contract done and dusted and they're just waiting until the end of the season to announce what's going on with Salah contract. That's my firm belief. Everything else is just smoke and mirrors um, because I don't think John Henry and, and, and Klopp would wait till the last minute to negotiate a contract with a high-profile asset like like Salah. So I think I think the contract already wrapped up and whatever Salah feature is at the club already determined and they're just going to announce it at the end of the season. Because like we were discussing just now, um, the team needs to be focused on fighting for everything right now. And Salah contract or the club making any open statements about Salah's contract and the uncertainty of, of that contract will just serve as a distraction because that's all the media would want to focus on. And that's very distracting. So I think they already sorted it out. And at the end of the season, they would announce what is the position with Salah and the club. Um, well, between the whole contract saga, you know, we made some post on social media and I want to thank all the fans you know for, for being involved in the voting. Um on Twitter the question was with his contract with um with Salah's contract saga you know um the Liverpool we want to know you know what is the fans position on the matter and 48.3% of the fans in most votes you know said that even what you want 20.7% I including myself, said selling. <laughs> you understand? 19% said, you know, let me cut and run out, and well, the rest just, you know, want to macro. The reason for me saying to sell salary is, is this. No person, I believe, bigger than the club, obviously. Right? Mm-hmm. Liverpool have a wage structure, and it could be unfair. I know it could be very unfair. But with the unfairness, you see that players are still willing to come and play for Liverpool. Right? Um, I, I don't know them further than status, but $200,000 a week, pounds, real money though. You understand what I'm saying? It's real money. I mean, I mean, with more money come more responsibility. You understand that? You know? But... I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure how much more Salah wants. 
I'm not sure how much you want. And if we if if you don't sell him right now with his age, he could go for, he, he could go for free the next season. The next season when he when he have contract done, you know he could sign for a club. You know, Pierre Bina sign for a club and he could go. You understand? And I personally think here what happening. I think I think I heard they offer him 250 and then he refused that. You know, he wants to be like probably like 300, probably plus more. And I'm not sure if I'm not sure if we would pay him that because if you pay him that, it will have a ripple effect. Other players will want to come and they go want bigger salaries. And I'm not sure if, if, if we could sustain that. Yes, salary is hype, right? Player man, I ain't saying no, but I think I think if 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 come at the end season or come come after the season done and he hear more talks and he still do want to sign well you know like let chance for them I don't know I mean what, this is just my conspiracy theory about it why I say at the end of the season um, they would announce it um, the club probably waiting to see how we finish the season and how many competitions we we come out on top because that would have significant effect on our financial status for the next season. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of money that we could win, win in Champions League, FA Cup and the league uh, and, the, and our share in the TV rights for those competitions as well. So... Mm-hmm. It may give us some added capital to go towards Salah's contract, but the usually correct word there is that it's not sustainable to give Salah an exorbitant um, wage at this point in time because one, um, should he become disgruntled after this contract negotiation, it's going to be kind of hard to sell him, especially with his wage. Um, so that is also a factor that the club has to take into consideration that if they need to, uh, for lack of a better term, get rid of a player, that mm. their salary becomes a, a problem. We saw it with, with Obama Young where Obama Young was willing to waive his his um, salary that he was receiving at Arsenal to, to push yeah. the move to Barca. Yeah. So that that would prove a challenge in Salah's resale value. So, yes, it all comes down to brass tacks at the end of the day, what the player wants, and but it also has to be mutually beneficial to the to the club that is going to make that investment in a player. And um, while I agree with giving what he wants, but giving what he wants within reason at the end of the day, because the club needs to survive after this one player. I, I, I asked a question on, on Facebook. I asked, um, is he worth 500k a week? And, you know, we, we had basically about 33 votes. And 19, 19 people said yes. 13 said no. Right? Um, one person, Mr. Andrew Innocent, he said that, um, he said no. He don't work, you know, the time under that week. He said, ask yourself, can you win a trophy with Salah? For me, it's yes. He said, cash in and buy new options, give club two years with them. So when the next manager comes, they're up and running. He said, breaking the wave structure, that much will kill this one. And I had to agree. Um, Justin <laughs> also said, he said, he deserves the money, yes. He's one of the best in the world. But Liverpool don't pay that much. It's really that simple. So I guess fans, fans agree that he would the money, but Liverpool structure is we don't pay that much, you know. And and I mean this this club I think goes on for so long now. And I mean Salah is a he's a high he's a high profile player. Nobody say no, you know. He came in and he he made Liverpool look different, you know. But I, I don't understand. I don't understand how much more money you want, and I, 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 and the agent also basically is 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 key in all this because after all the contract talks, he posted something. Um, he posted some emojis laughing. You know, some someone laughing, laughing emojis. 
probably to say that the money Liverpool offering Salah is nothing at all. So, I don't know. Um, I mean, does does the agent's job eh, to get the best possible deal, quote unquote, for his client? But I mean, at the end of the day, we see how Liverpool conducts his business in the transfer market and the way they conduct their business in terms of negotiating the the, the salaries for the players that come in. So I have the utmost confidence to our backroom staff to negotiate the, con- the contract in a manner that is beneficial to the club and the player gets something out of it at the end of the day. So, I mean, when Salah came in, the hashtag was announce Salah. So I guess now it's announce the contract. So announce the contract. Um, I have a post here with a list of the salaries that some of the Liverpool players are currently on. If I could if I could find it, I should have a lot of long time. But yeah, um I believe Salah making two hundred, I think it's two hundred and ten or two hundred thousand dollars a week currently. Mm, I think no, I think it's two hundred. Virgil is the is the highest paid person. Um so I think it's Virgil, then Salah, then Thiago, then uh, who's after that boy? I think Hendo is somewhere in between there. But yeah, um, he he's not making two ten. If it's anybody was making two ten, it would have been Virgil, because I think Virgil is two two hundred thousand a week. Yeah, so um I was pulling up the the the, the um the salaries here and Virgil is the highest paid player with two hundred and two hundred thousand dollars a week. Then Tiago with two hundred with Salah, two hundred. Trent making a hundred and eighty thousand a week. Together with Firmino, Fabinho, Allison, then Henderson. That makes sense? Trent making more money than Henderson? I mean, a lot of the players making more money than Jürgen. That making sense? Sure. No, well, um, okay. How is that? Oh, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is something. Trent making more money than Henderson? Oh. What do you mean, oh? Oh. Trent's, Trent's output to the team is different to Hendo's. I think Trent does renew to him. Yeah, he renewed um, with Alisson just and Fabinho. Alisson, Alisson, Fabinho, Van Dijk. Yeah. I think what I think was Firmino also. Firmino, yeah. He, Firmino, Van Dijk, Firmino, Trent, Fabinho, Henderson, all had a contact renewed recently. Gomez too. Gomez too. So Gomez making seventy five and Mane Mane a hundred thousand dollars a week. Yeah, but he's due to renew his contract as well. So he's probably going to negotiate a new or, or he might um, leave. contract as well. Or he might I mean leave. or he might leave. Or he might leave. Okay. This is something okay. Shocking. I mean, I think Trent is being groomed <laughs> to be the next captain. Um, so yeah, if he get more money than Hendo, remember Hendo, Hendo H two. I think Milan making more than Henderson, Henderson as well, right? Milan making one for making the same. Yeah. So yeah, um, eventually the the the. The um salary is going to go up. I'm trying to play more games than than Henderson as well. Eh? I think I think they were pulling till we shocked their way. They were waiting for it. They were yeah. They were just they were just had to be shocked here a little bit. Had to shock here because because if 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 let me say FSG wanna buy a player like Mbappe, boy, how much they go pay you, boy? 
My philosophy is, and we've seen it time and time again, especially with um, when I watch teams like the Galacticos, um, Man City in the early, early incantations. Then you had, then you have PSG. Um, you had Barcelona just the other day. Um, when you when you have players on these high wages, the the team is obligated to play these players, and these players might either be past the past their peak because they arrived at their peak. And they're already on the decline, but because they have these high wage bills, you have to play them, and you end up in dire streets at the end. And then you kind of take about four or five years before you put together a team of individuals that play well and brings results to the club. So, I mean, yes, we would want high profile players to come into Liverpool, but uh, I don't think we need. A player with what was what you would are looking for here with that star quality. You just need a player similar to Diaz who might be unknown, quote unquote, mm. but has the, the the requisite ability to fit in with the team and play the way kind of football the team is playing and bring results for the club at the end of the day. So I don't think we need to overhaul the entire wage structure, but if you look at who's at the top of that wage structure there, those players are going to be gone in about two to three seasons. Most of those players. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to restructure itself and the, the, wage, the wage cap going to free up itself pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right. we'll have some wiggle room. Alright. Well, um, we have the international break coming up. And Premier League Premier League games resume on the second of April and Liverpool have the first game on Saturday. So just watch for at home, win that game, and we go on top of the table for a brief, for a brief, brief, brief moment until City and until City plays um Burnley and until they play Burnley in the later in, in the league fixture. And well, after that is where Things get a little serious where they have to play Madrid, Liverpool, Madrid, then Liverpool again in the FA Cup. So we ain't follow one. Right? We ain't follow one. Um yeah, we're in closing. Um I want to thank again for the thanks again for the support. I mean I'm listening. Well before we before we before we close, I just wanna um shout out the women's team. Uh, who had a goal last draw with Charlton today. Uh, five more games in the season left. Um, next game is against Durham, and then after that, it's Bristol, who is eight points behind our girls with a game in hand. Mm-hmm. So, potentially, we're going into that game with a five-point lead, depending on the result Bristol has. And once we win against Bristol, I think we more or less secure the league and gain promotion to the to the first division so okay. the, the female team is also in for a, a, a heart-wrenching exciting last round of games coming down to the end of the season here yeah. okay well we wish them all the best man we'll complete the all the best and we will keep informed you know we, we will continue to track the progress as the season go along um, yeah man you have anything to close again uh no that's it that's it just and it's excited for the next few weeks. Hmm. <laughs> well, I want to say thanks to the fans for all the input, for all the voting, and that stuff, you know, I like to try to get involved, to try and get a little more involved. I mean, you know, we, we want to hear on the podcast also, you know, probably in the future. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure after that game against City, you go have real men want to come on your show, you know, but you know, we, we, we go have to have a little beating list, you know, to see what we know. <laughs> But um, all the thanks for listening. Continue to share the podcast, like, you know, leave a leave a review on on, on iTunes. 
even if it do agree with what we're saying, leave a five-star review because it will help, you know, get the podcast out to many other people who listen to, to similar podcasts, right? So if you don't like the, the content from me and, and from Kirsten, at least do it for, for people who might like it in the future. Um, that's um, TTLSC fan base on Twitter and, and on IG. And, you know, you could, you know, just subscribe to the, to the podcast and, you know, you know, support it, you know, because at the end of the day, we just coming out here to give our feedback to the fans, you know, like myself. Right, Keston? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me on. I'm your host, Jamel Murray, my co-host, Keston Woodruff, and we out. Yeah.